Welcome, everyone, to episode one of the Doctors in Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Tyler Lemko. Uh, I don't have a PhD, but I'm a doctor. You'll have to just take my word for it. So the premise for this show is I find I'm very, I'm very grateful. I'm very fortunate to have a lot of cool friends that do a lot of cool things. And with any career, no matter how cool it is, there's always going to be drawbacks or always going to be a downside. There's always going to be realities to it that a lot of people probably aren't so aware of. So I want this to be like a really fun environment where you could, it's a bit ironic to say fun and then like vent about what bothers you. But basically it's a place where people can talk about not like talk about the fact that everything's not always perfect. That's about it. Um, today I am joined by the awesome Alex Lynx. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thanks for, thanks for being guest number one. Oh, I'm thrilled to be here. We also have in the background manager Matt. And if you hear any assorted dog noises, Lucky's here too. Or that might also be Matt. Um, We're so, not sure. Yeah, you never know with those guys. Mm-hmm. So. First of all, how are you enjoying Montreal? I love it here. It's a, Montreal is such a beautiful city. I mean, I grew up an hour south of here in a very tiny town in upstate New York. So I spent many years of my life frequenting the city. So every cool. time I come back here, I feel like I'm at home. But it's so damn cold. Yeah, you came at a horrible time. I don't know how you guys do this. We don't. We all stay inside. We don't <laughs> go anywhere. But you're used to the winters then. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I know I've I've done the winters for a long time, but after living in California for so long, I kind of forgot right. winter, you know. And then I came back here, and it's like a smack in the face. But yeah, it's all good. It's it's pretty from the Definitely. from the inside looking out. Yeah, like you said, you went up north a bit, right? Mm-hmm. Where like you can really experience like the trees and fresh yes. air. That's nice when yeah. you're in the city and it's just like slush. That's the worst. Yeah, but it's all yeah. good. We're inside. We're nice and toasty in yeah. here. No complaints. And we're podcasting. We are. Um, so now that we've spoken about the weather, um, <laughs> Alex is an adult film star. And I think that's a super cool job because you get to have sex, right? Yeah. What's the coolest part about your job? Mm. Excuse me. Dry throat. <laughs> coolest part about my job Wow, that's a tough one, because it's it's hard to say just one, one. Like, what's what's your favorite part? What's your favorite aspect? Like, when you wake up in the morning and it's it's a work day, are, is that like a good thing, or is that oh, like, oh, I gotta go to work? No, it's never like that. I left a life like that. Cool. For a reason, and so every time I wake up, no matter what, if I'm shooting, if I'm actually on a set, or if I'm at home doing my own thing, there's always things to be done, content to be shot, you know. And um, I'm I wake up and I'm always excited. Yeah. I'm always excited to like get the day going and like do things and be cool. creative. I would say the creative freedom. Yeah. Freedom and creativity, if they go hand in hand. Like that's those are that's yeah, exactly because what I love. you are you're creating you're creating content the same way that any 
musician would, any mm-hmm. YouTuber would. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, I was even, I was thinking about it, like, you're, like, an adult film actress or actor is absolutely an artist. Right. Like, if art is creating content that elicits emotion from people, like... Yep. And there's also good stuff and bad stuff. Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, I find we were discussing it the other day how, like, I find it used to be a lot more judged. It used to have, like, a stigma attached to it. But now it's, like, um, like, it's almost empowering to a degree. Yeah, Right? Absolutely. I feel the same. I mean, I also feel like we're in, we're living in this age now where, you know, we just are, are starting to adopt, like, for example, like, gay rights and people's rights to marry and love whoever, which is a beautiful thing. And I think that really was a, a it did its, it did it, did its hand, played its hand, that's what I'm trying to say, in like helping porn become more like okay, because yeah. you know, people are starting to accept themselves for who they are. And it's also like just, it's fucked up how like off-limits and taboo the subject of sex has been for so long. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. And it's so si- it's so silly. I don't take yeah. any of it seriously. I feel like especially in our country in America, like, I mean, here we have, like, men trying to control women's rights to their own bodies, right. and it's sick. It's just like, why? Don't we have better things to worry about? But that aside, it's just... Yeah, I, I find, I always joke, but I, I joke because I also say I know it's true. It's like Americans are pretty, like, closeted. I mean, I think it's a generational thing, too, mm. but I think a lot of Americans are just, like, closeted about, like, their sexual right. consumption or whatever. You know, porn consumption is, like, dude, like chill. No one, ca- no one cares, and we all, like, watch porn, and yeah. we all have sex because, like, if we didn't, like, no one would be here. Yeah, and it's, you know? so, it's like, actually, like, it gets treated as this, like, weird thing if you're open about sex, but, yeah. like... If you don't like sex, you're the weird one. Oh, right, exactly. It's so silly to me. Like, what? Oh, why are we freaking out about this? Like, it's a, it's yeah. a great thing, and you it's, know? It's so self-inflicted, too. Like, the society does it to itself. Right. When, like, I, I think we're, we're moving in that direction where sex is becoming more and more, like, normalized. Mm-hmm. And the adjacent industries attached to that, like... Yeah. Even I was, I was saying the other, I don't think I told you, but I was telling Matt how, like, I find if I'm scrolling, like, uh, a Spotify or something, and I see a friend of mine, and I'm like, oh, cool, look, there they are, or if I'm scrolling, like, YouTube front page, and I see someone, Mm -hmm. and I've had the experience where I've been on websites, and I've, I don't go in, but I've seen you and been like, oh, awesome, there's, like, this, like, friend pride to it, of, like, she's killing it, good for her, (laughs) so I think it's, like, Whereas, like, generations ago, it would be like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's like, it's silly. And it's funny you say that because I feel the same. I always joke about that. Like, and all my friends who know me and, like, all the other girls I'm friends with in the industry and their friends are just, like, we kind of, like, ruin porn for everyone right. because <laughs> any one of our friends who goes on, like, Pornhub, for example, and sees one of us, they're like, oh, that's, that's Alex. Okay, cool. Yeah. But, like... You know, that's, I know her as a person, you know what I mean? It's it's similar to, like, you know I'm a big wrestling fan? Yeah, of course. It's similar in a sense where, like, 
there used to be these personas. There would be the Undertaker and the Repo Man and Doink mm-hmm. the Evil Clown, and there would be these like characters. And now, like because of just the world we live in, and it's 2019, mm-hmm. like they don't have those characters anymore. Everyone's a real person, and everyone mm-hmm. knows about their lives. And there's they have these like actual personalities on social media. Yep. The term is kayfabe, where like kayfabe was like the mystery fantasy world, uh-huh. and now everyone complains that like kayfabe is dead. And I find it similar where, like, you used to watch porn to, like, make up a fantasy world. Mm -hmm. And now, because of, like, access, you know these people sometimes. Yes, exactly. 100%. And actually, that's what my whole, like, quote-unquote brand, if you will, which is just, like, me living my life. Mm -hmm. That's what the whole thing is based off of is just, like personality and it's not even just me a lot of other girls in the industry you know on their instagram it's not just like it's like sexy photos but then it's like silly videos and like dancing around and i it's so cool to me and i know like it was the same for like because i'm super into like fashion and i know it was the same for like supermodels like because like now it's like you build a whole brand and lifestyle around your name and you get to show that you're not just like a one one sided person, you know, you have like all kinds of sides to you, you like humanizes people. It's the only way to survive. And it is the only way to survive, that's right. And you've, you've legitimately built a brand for yourself where like, you're not, you're not just selling sex, you're selling you. Right. And people are legitimate fans of you, Mm -hmm. like as a person, which I think is such a awesome thing and also like relatively new in that industry right oh yeah yeah the same way um someone could build a following on instagram Mm -hmm. and be a quote-unquote influencer like there's often a lot of again like i keep saying there's often a lot of like judgment attached to adult industry when like you're creating awesome content people Mm -hmm. are enjoying it you're building a brand you're getting the exposure the notoriety you have this like you have uh, influence online now. Yes, yes. Like, it's there's no difference between doing that on Vine or on Pornhub. Exactly. That's how I see it. And that's how, since before I entered the industry, like, that was always my goal to be a helping hand in bridging that gap. Because, again, it goes to the fact, it boils it down to, like, why are we stigmatizing sex? And, uh, like you said earlier, we're getting better at not. And it, again, I think it's a big generational thing because millennials, I think we're like, for the most part, we're chill as fuck and like we're yeah. accepting and open-minded, you know? And uh, and also just the fact that like, just because I choose to do this with my life, like I refuse to let like the fact that like, yeah, I have sex on camera and it's cool and I love it, but like, that's not gonna define me for the rest of my life because sure. there's so much more to me and any, you know, it's like being in any other career. It's totally. like, I, you're multifaceted. I would hate to be the bacon guy the rest of my life. Right, yeah. exactly, you get it, yeah. you know? But I'm curious, like, because, like we said, like, actresses now have this, like, brand and these personas that people out there can actually get to know, is that dangerous to a degree? Like, there's people out there who, like, you're not just appearing in this film and that's it. Mm -hmm. They actually know your thoughts and sometimes whereabouts and preferences. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it sometimes I think about it sometimes, but I also 
present myself in a way and I just I'm, I'm very transparent and very open and honest and it's like if I find if I sense like you know I have all kinds of followers on mm-hmm. social media and sometimes I have people who are more like active and like the fans who have been following me and super super diehard and it's a wonderful thing but you know I'm always making sure like if anyone starts to leave like weird comments or like makes me feel uncomfortable like I block them or if I've been tweeting back and forth with them like I stop I cut I cut it off you know because I don't want to give anyone the wrong impression or, or the idea that like there's you know because there is a boundary there like, yeah for sure and you're a person with your own life exactly you're not always like you, you mm-hmm. people expect you to always be in character essentially right and you're a person that clocks out too right exactly and and it's like yeah in character to a degree because again like alex links it's just me like i'm just living yeah, my life exactly. you know and it's just but i you know i i can't spend 24 hours a day on twitter yeah. interacting with people like i need to be living and doing things you know and i find also like more so probably than a Viner or a Instagram person or whatever is the audience is a diehard audience. Yeah. Like people will get creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which it, I guess comes with the territory. Oh, 100%. Look, I mean, it's, a, it's, an, it's an interesting existence because people are actually like masturbating to me and so like w- like when you like have an orgasm like you release like all these chemicals you know in your body like in your brain and so you pro- watching a specific girl over and over again right, you, you actually do develop some sort of a connection yeah. to them that is on a deeper level and that goes hand in hand with like you know the content and stuff that I'm putting out on social media right. that defines me as a human you know as a person so yeah people feel very yeah. connected to me in many ways yeah yeah um, you you mentioned earlier that you like have friends that you see on different sites and stuff mm-hmm. like that what's the what's the community like of porn yeah chill everyone it's really like everyone knows everyone is actually pretty small and it's a it's a small circle so everyone really knows what's going on it's like a little high school you know and um but you know for the most part there can be some drama sometimes but it's like any other industry you know but um it is what you make of it really because it's also it's small but it's also big and there's so many different companies and people you can work with and content you can make on your own with people, actors or actresses of your choice Mm -hmm. that like, it's really like you find your people within that community. Right. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Cause I find, I was talking to somebody recently who I was surprised at their, um, like their perception of the industry that to this person, I'm not gonna name who it was, but to this person, like, they they thought of porn actresses as like, oh, they like must have gotten like stuck doing that, or mm. they must have like had some sort of issue that led to that. Mm. Um, but I think that's just a very like that might have been the case in the '80s, mm-hmm. but like every NBA player was on coke in the '80s, and every yeah. politician and like everyone was on coke in the <laughs> '80s. Everyone had problems. Right. Whereas now, like, I find that's such an archaic old mentality like it's an actual really like strong feminist thing to be like oh, yeah. proud of yeah it. it's crazy it's like so I just like I can't even explain it to you like how like 
empowering it is because it's it's the feeling I ha- the feeling I have like for the rest of my life. It's like okay, I've done this like taboo thing on camera that like so many people are just terrified of like being naked in front of other people, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've just like have sex in front of other people and I've I, for years on camera, and it's like. I am literally afraid of nothing, you know? Like, what's gonna happen to me? What's the worst possible thing? Like, it just taught me, like, it gave me, like, so much confidence and, like, just, like, you know, belief in myself and, like, a business mindset and, like, I just, I just am so much better of a human being because of porn. That's great. Yeah. Do you ever, like, feel the, the judgment against it? Oh, yeah. But that, like, makes you stronger, right? Absolutely, 100%. Because also, like, I'm the type of person where, like, I'm very specific as far as, like, who I let into my life. And if I get any sort of, like, inclination that, like, you're, like, judging me for my lifestyle decisions, like, I don't want anything to do with it. But at the same time, like, I also have empathy for those people because sometimes the judgment comes from just a place of not knowing. You know, so I make sure, like, I take time all the time awesome. to help, you know, uh, turn the misconceptions around. Mm-hmm. And I find that that's extremely helpful. And I love doing that because it, like, shines a light on, like, hey, this industry is, like, not what I thought it was. It, it's not like sex, drugs, rock and roll. Right. It's literally, like, it's a business. business. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> and also, it's, all, it's, like, insane that a guy that does that would get high fives that's it's crazy to me for sure it is so crazy but i also find that it's what you make of it because like i like i'm i'm not ashamed you know like i'm proud of what i've done and where porn has taken me and the person that it's shaped me into and also i think just sorry to interrupt but just doing choosing to do anything and then succeeding at it is something to be really proud of exactly and that's another thing too and it's kind of like i'm at the point now where it's like okay well i've like killed it in porn like what's next you know so like there's that and um so now you're getting into music right right exactly Mm -hmm. talk about that (laughs) okay (laughs) what's what's the project what's what kind of music so fancy monster it's me and my younger brother it's electronic music it's like uh soundscape if you're into electronic music at all like it's a very uh it's got some bass influence and it's got like soundscapes you know because i wanted to give our thing is like we want to give people the experiences that we've had for so many years going to raves festivals and stuff you like getting trippy i love getting trippy yeah yeah. yeah. (laughs) that's my thing um, I actually, I, I met your brother, super nice guy. Oh, that's right, you did. Yeah, right at my birthday. I showed up at your birthday. Yep. Um, is that ever, like, weird? Like what? Like, with him, like, because you guys live together, right? No, not anymore, no, no. but we when did, When I yeah. was there? Or maybe, either when way, When you were there, right, yeah. But is the, is it ever, like, the, the dynamic of, like, what you do, does that affect him at all? Or it's... I mean, I think, like, in the very, very beginning, it did just because it was, like, he knew, like, we've always been, like, super close, so I told him, and, like, he was chill about it because he also knows me as a person, right. and he's like, okay, well, she wants to do this, like, she went, like, she obviously assessed and decided this was the choice for her, and he respected that. That's great. And he's also seen me grow into the person I am now because I was not always, like, this, like, put together and like I I had like a lot of like shit going on like in my life and in my head you know and so back then and he's just seen me grow into this like confident like 
human and just I've just really blossomed yeah. and now that he's seen the effect and like the independence and the freedom and I'm happy and it's just like he can't like he understands but right. it's also hard for other people from the outside to understand you know totally. but at the end of the day that's family and he loves you and like to see you this thing helped you become who you are now. Right. And exactly. you can't help but be happy you can't, for that. Right. You can't deny like physical changes that are happening right in front of yeah. you. It's created opportunity for you. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And it's a, and that's also the other thing too, like all of this, like do, me doing porn, I'm able to finance this entire thing, which is no small matter. Mm -hmm. And just the time and resources and energy that it's taken to even start to get this off the ground, which has been about five years already, but we're just in it, you know? And for me, there's literally like, this is what I want to do forever. And same with him. And I didn't feel that way about porn when I joined. I knew I wanted to do it, but I wasn't like, I'm going to do this for eternity, you know? And, um, it was about the, like, he, my brother had been producing music since, like, he was a junior, senior in high school. It's been a long, he's 24 now. So, like, we got to a point after going to so many raves and music festivals together, and every time we'd walk around, we'd be like, you know, we could actually, because we're, I mean, we're smart, we're educated. Right. I mean, I consider myself pretty fucking smart, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. So, Good. I was like, well... You know, well, that's great. It sounds super like organic. Yeah, yeah, and, and then like, came I, together naturally. Yeah, and I we got to a point where we we're like, hold up, we can like actually do this. Yeah, let's and, do it. You know, and you're you have the benefit of an audience now. It's like right. you're not some random person in their living room trying to make <laughs> music yeah. like the twenty million people that are doing that. Yeah. Like you actually have for whatever it's worth, like, a bit of a head start here. For sure, of course. And I also had the experience in building a brand from nothing. and The network. Right, exactly, that's it. But I will say, you know, yeah, I do have the following, but it's like I still am starting from scratch, and it's taken a lot. Like, you know, I obviously knew this was going to be hard work, but, like, it's, it's draining as fuck sometimes, but it's so worth it, like... You know, sometimes if I've been working all day, I don't want to go out to a show just so I can meet people. But then it's oh, like, yeah. it's my I need to, you know, oh. <laughs> and I need to be there at these things and meeting people. And I've met some really wonderful humans. So it's like all good. True. But you got to you, you got to go out. It's the grunt. It's oh. like kind of doing the grunt work a little bit now, you yeah. know, for the long, But in the long haul, it's all going to yeah. be. And also it, it. it is like starting from scratch because when people know you for one thing, Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people assume that you could just jump to something else yeah. and that'll be it now. But like, Absolutely it really not. isn't. No, you I remember can't. leaving Epic Mealtime and thinking like, I was so nervous about like, I've got one swing. Mm. I came from this successful thing and now whatever I do next has to be the next move that's going to work because mm-hmm. I have one try and if that doesn't work, I'm ruined. And now, like, 60 misses later, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, you have it unlimited. You can it's just literally keep unlimited. Yeah. Isn't that a cool feeling? Yeah. Like, yeah, I feel the same. Like, I've tried, like, I tried, like, different random, like, fundraisers and stuff and projects, like, working with friends. And then finally I was like, oh, none of this worked. But all of the things that don't work for you just point you in the direction totally. that you need to go to. So totally. it's all great. Yeah. Um, so we've talked a lot about all the great things. I'm curious what's the... What annoys you the most? What frustrates you the most about your career? 
Me being in porn? Yeah. I mean, I'll say this, like being in porn and being in the position I am and going into music, there's good and bad sides to this, but it's like, <laughs> people just think like based on just the way I look, preconceived notion that like I'm just like an airhead or like I'm not very like smart or like I just like to party and stuff like that. Where in, in high, it's like, I'm actually at all these shows and I've been like, you can Sober. almost use that to your advantage. Well, I do. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, so here's the thing. When we started coming out with these songs and these dope videos, uh, it's just me and my brother. Like, we don't have ghost producers. It's none of that. It's just us. People I love are, the videos, People have way. started, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> but the way people have treated me from then till now, it's just people speak to me with a different tonality, like a different, like a level of respect. And I see it and it's so cool. Cause it's, but it's kind of like, haha, I know, I know you, what you thought about me. You thought I was an idiot. Right. I mean, <laughs> I'm not an idiot. <laughs> and also, uh, I, I think I tweeted this morning that other people's opinions are like cilantro and that <laughs> I really don't care much for cilantro. <laughs> I love it. I <laughs> so, agree with you. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it's something, I, maybe it comes with age. Maybe it just comes from like experience, but like you just reach a point where like you spend, uh, at least personally speaking, you spend so much time and, and thought on like what people are gonna think and yeah. how things are gonna be received yeah. and how things are gonna perform and what response it's gonna get. And you reach this point where like, oh yeah, all of that's nothing. Yo, it really is so true. And especially like it goes back to like what I was talking to you about before where it's like I've done porn, I've had sex in front of people like, I just don't care. I yeah. just don't give a fuck. You know, it's like, I'll let people doubt me and just work in silence and then come out of nowhere with like cool shit and drop it and then slink back away into the shadows because that's right. how I roll, you know? Is work sex different from not work sex? Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah? Yeah, of course. So like work sex, it's like, I'm putting on a performance knowing that there's an audience at home who's going to be watching it, right. you know? And so there's certain angles that like the camera has to get so i have to make sure that like i'm positioning myself and with another person you have to coordinate yeah i think that sometimes when i'm i mean not too often but when i'm watching and i'll get lost in this like train of thought about the production side and like i'm not even i'm not pleasuring myself anymore i'm just looking like the way you'd watch a movie about like the cinematography and i'm thinking about like the production and are they thinking about like having sex or are they thinking about the <laughs> angles it's like a little bit of both but like you're also out of the corner of your eye like you know while while the camera's rolling you're watching in the corner of your eye for like the director to like kind of give you the motion like okay you got 30 seconds left in this position right. and then you switch to another one that you probably had discussed like previously right. before starting to shoot because it's uh like people don't realize how formatted it typically is right oh, yeah. like I i've mean, written scripts before and not just for, as a hobby like i've gotten paid to write scripts before okay. it's, it came off creepy but um That's, cool. <laughs> i have stacks of I'm scripts no one gets to read them though <laughs> um but yeah it, it's it was wild to me like how it's like okay x amount of time in this position <laughs> then switch to this and mm -hmm. then do that like it's so planned right it's it's i mean i can't say all of it is planned because there have been i mean there are plenty of times where like i get to set and the director's like okay you have to do this dialogue but after the dialogue just just go because most right. of the time it's also like i'm with someone because i've been in for like since 2014 so i am seasoned you know and so when i'm with another girl has been in for a while you can put us together and we'll just know what to do you know what's going to look good mm -hmm. and like we kind of have a sense of like how many minutes it's been. It's kind yeah. of like, it's a great, it's a cool thing because yeah. we just let it flow and then we're done. And you do, 
you do anything for enough time and you get good at it. Yeah. And it's probably something that most people don't consider that this is something to get good at. Oh, yeah. For yeah, sure. for sure. So, like, that's different. So, like, to answer your question, like, yeah, porn sex, like, yeah, you're having sex and it feels good and everything, but you're always, like, you're never, like, depending on the situation, you're always conscious of the cameras and what's happening around you. Right, like it's and, still work. Right, and then at home, I'm just like me. Gotcha. You know, so I'm not always, I'm not thinking about camera angles and I'm just like literally just really fully in the moment and it's more like intimate for me. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I still enjoy an alcoholic beverage, but at this point in my life after Epic Mealtime, I can't drink Jack Daniels anymore because it tastes like work. Yeah. It's literally all it tastes like. Yeah. So all in all, like, if I were to just ask you, do you love what you do? Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I do. Because like, I think that's rare. There are, like, definitely some, like, downsides to it, too, you know? It's, like, it, it can be, like, especially with all the social media and everything, you feel like, and just, like, being, like, a person, like, a yeah. brand as a person... I feel like almost like a sense of guilt sometimes because I'm such a hard worker when I'm not doing anything. Like if I'm at home, because oh, yeah. I work from home a lot and I'm not doing anything. I'm like in my head, I'm like, oh, I could be doing this. I could be doing that. And so there's always a sense of like more and more and more, you know. I'm and, the same way. But that's right. like regardless of what you are doing, mm-hmm. you'd be that way. Uh, that, exactly. If you so. had a, a t-shirt line on Shopify or Etsy, mm-hmm. like, you'd be obsessive of about course. it. I'm that way, too. There's right. been many nights where, like, I've gotten into bed, because I do this every night where I get into bed and I think about the day and what I accomplished and what I did and yep. what was good, and there's been many days where I've gotten into bed, thought to myself that I haven't done enough, and gotten out of bed. Yeah. Which is, like, yeah. psychopath behavior, but... I mean, it shows you're a hard worker, but, yeah. like, what I've, I've actually... I. I'm guilty of that as well and what I've taken to doing very recently is writing down a list of like accomplishments that I did throughout the day because more often than not I'll see the list and it's like oh my god I did 10 of these things that I had to do right exactly you forget yeah I, I have this thing called the five minute journal have you ever heard of it it sounds familiar I love Tell it me it's more. so it's super quick the the minute you wake up and before you go to bed when you wake up in the morning you write three things you're grateful for three things you'd like to accomplish today Mm -hmm. and then one affirmation I am whatever and then before bed you write three things you accomplished today Mm -hmm. and then one thing that you could have done differently that would have made the day even better oh my god that's beautiful and so it's just doing this every day is such an awesome practice of like positive reinforcement yeah I do that too I have a planner I think it's called passion planner and it has very similar things like every single day like you make your schedule and you write down like did you meditate did you exercise through like affirmation and it's like it's the best it's so cool yeah. right I love it I like, nerd out so hard to that stuff five years ago I'd have made fun of me today yeah me too wasn't that funny but like even I was explaining to someone recently that I was telling them to start like do you meditate yeah of course so I love like it's I, was, I started a less than a year ago and it's totally changed like my outlook on everything it's amazing and right? I tell this to people and they're just like oh like I can't I don't have the patience I get I get frustrated uh-huh. I get annoyed and it's like, well, that's why it's a, a that's why it's a practice. Exactly. You're never going to be good. And that's why you need it. If <laughs> yeah. you can't sit still for five minutes, you right. can't, like you need it, you know? Exactly. Like uh, my mom was telling me she has trouble falling asleep. And I told her you should meditate more. And she was, her response was like, oh, I do. When I can't fall asleep, I try and it doesn't help. 
And I was like, yeah, because you can't just use it when you need it. You need right. to practice it exactly. and get good at it. Exactly. It's but it's, like, it's, it's a real game changer, though. Oh, my God. Do you use Headspace at all? I yeah. used to. I kind of plowed through it. Now I, mm. I find there's a million great ones on YouTube, so I just YouTube yes. what I want. I have this one guy. He's an Australian dude and uh my god his voice is so soothing (laughs) and i listen to like his affirmation like it's like a 45 minute long like positive like quotes like about yourself right you do okay (laughs) and then like he also has a five minute more like positive mindset meditation which i love and then the abundance one and i love them it's literally five minutes and i it's funny because i've learned in the past like month i stopped Cause like I just, I was like sick and everything. And then I noticed like a change in my, myself, like my mood. I couldn't explain it, but I was like, I haven't meditated in a while. So I put five minutes, literally five minutes. I meditated like this is like a week ago. And like, I was like, holy shit. Like I can't skirt this. Like I can't, like, I can't fool myself into thinking I don't need this, you know? Yeah. And I find like, I always tell people just do five minutes. Mm -hmm. You're going to be, you're going to be bad at it. You're going to get yeah. frustrated. You're going to think about a million other things. But that's the point is like right. five minutes turns to 10 minutes, turns to 15 yes. minutes. The yes. other day I did my first ever 45. Oh, my God. Which like is a whole like you feel so different after that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's that's impressive. Yeah. So welcome to my meditation podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I want to do now is I have a lot of people write in questions to the doctor because again i am a doctor Mm -hmm. um so they send these questions anonymously looking for some help or feedback or whatever response so i figure we go through a couple questions from people let's do it so question number one i can have as much fast food as i want but i'm still sad not put not really a question either um thoughts what, what does that even mean? <laughs> I can have as much fast food as I want, but I'm still sad. I think this means that this person is looking for happiness or fulfillment in fast food, which is not a good place. I think you're right. Wow, that was a really good diagnosis. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a bad, that's a terrible place to look for yeah. happiness. You're going to keep finding emptiness in fast food. That's right. Happiness is within. Yes. What, what was the quote yesterday? Happiness, happiness is a talent, not a thing. That's right. Yeah. Yes. So that's a good answer for that guy. Um, number two, any advice for talking to girls? Just be yourself. I mean, really, just be yourself because we can tell when you're not being yeah. yourself. And then also, like, don't be that guy, you know, when you're not yourself and you put up a front... And then you kind of start to reveal who you really are later. It's not going to work. So just be yourself straight yeah. up. And if it doesn't work with one girl, then another girl is going to love it, you know? Yeah. So don't compromise any parts of it. Two important things you said there. One is I think people in general, whether dating or business or whatever, people often try and appeal to Definitely. their counterpart. Yes. Rather than just be natural. And that's right. usually... 99 percent the the way to be mm-hmm. um i've been asked this question a couple times and I, my my standard feedback is always you don't have to have the then this goes for males and females mm-hmm. you don't have to have the biggest dick in the world you just have to walk like you do the, well right exactly really <laughs> so like just be really confident be really mm-hmm. sure of yourself mm-hmm. and right i remember what i was gonna say is if someone doesn't like that that doesn't mean anything's wrong with you. 
it's a reflection of them and right. it's just not good right and there's so many humans on this planet like don't sweat it you yeah. know there's always I, more. I suffer from that all the time if something doesn't work out with someone who i'm talking to or like flirting with mm-hmm. my i think most people's like immediate response is like what's wrong with me what mm-hmm. did i do wrong yeah what about me wasn't enough mm-hmm. those are always like the standard questions of course when the reality is 99 percent of the time just something wasn't compatible right that's it yeah and it just wasn't meant to be so yeah. then you just move on to another person you yeah. know move the fuck on especially nowadays with social media you can slide into dms well and that's stuff. a whole other that's an issue though well, yeah, of course. I'm not saying I want people to slide in my DMs. No, but I just mean in general, everyone has infinite options. And oh, then there's well, no more like... Yeah, that's the world we live in, though. But you just got to be a good person. And, right. you know, don't be shitty. That's all. That's great advice. <laughs> yeah, you I know. had an idea for a dating app. I had an idea for a dating app that I won't do. So if anyone out there wants to steal it, please, I'd love for it to exist. Um, which is like... The same concept as Tinder or Bumble or whatever, where you swipe left and right, but you can only match with one person at a time. Mm. And if you want to keep swiping, you have to unmatch. And I oh. think that sets a good precedence for society. I like that. So whoever is listening, if you can do it, it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> um, next question. How do I cure an ingrown thumbnail? Oh, shit. It's not just psychological questions. Probably go to the emergency room for that. You think? An ingrown thumbnail? I don't know. I've never had one. Matt, you ever had an ingrown thumbnail? Yeah. What do you do about it? Like, really bad one? Yeah. Soak it in salt water? Yeah, you soak it in some salt water. Yeah. Put some apple cider vinegar. Try and bite it out. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, just gnaw at it. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, it's That's probably... my diagnosis. It's gnaw at it. <laughs> And final question, not a question. My head hurts. Help. You should, you know what I like for that? I like, I have these like herbal um, heating packs. You buy them on Amazon and they're filled with like lavender. Put them in the microwave and put Mm. them on your head. See, that's if it's a headache. Mm. That can be interpreted a number of ways though. My head hurts? Yeah. A, it could be an actual physical injury. B, it could be something way more psychological. Well, I mean, okay. Yeah, I'm not not sure what to do about meditate. Great answer. Yeah. Meditate. That fixes anything. Even a slash to your head. That's right. You can, (laughs) your mind is a really powerful thing, you know? Yeah. So if, uh, to like tie things together, if money were no object and you could wake up and do whatever you want to do on a daily basis, what are you doing? I'm in front of an audience, front of a camera, just like entertaining people because that's what I love to do. That's an awesome answer. Right, and but but to tie it with that too, I'm also like really into design lately, so I'm super like, I want to like create things for people, yeah. you know? Well, yeah, you're an artist. You I just guess wanna, that's the term for that, huh? You just want to create. That's yeah. right, that's all I want to do, yeah. I find it's a, it took me a long time to like, I felt, I don't know if guilty is the right word, but wrong mm-hmm. i felt bad about saying i'm an artist because like yeah i make web videos i do like the, i write i do the odd music you, thing but or, you are an artist though. but right it took it took like i guess reaching a certain level of confidence uh-huh. to be all right with saying that mm-hmm. but i think we both are yeah sorry for my canadian both 
Oh, <laughs> I mean, we're in Canada and you're yeah. Canadian, so that's yeah. what happens. Exactly. Say that. But yeah. But I, I completely agree. I mean, we definitely both are, and it's such a cool thing. Like, there are artists is like such a general term because mm-hmm. there's so many like subcategories, you know? Right. As long as we can all coexist. Yeah, because people think artists are like, oh, well, you you don't paint and you're not making sculptures, but like, like right. a ballet dancer is an artist, uh, right? Of course. I it, think uh, LeBron James is an artist. If you could like perform and mm-hmm. uh, draw emotion out of that, like, yeah. it, like make someone feel something, yep. that's that's it. Yeah. So good job. Hell yeah. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, do you want to, like, do you have anything to plug? Any handles? What's your Twitters and Instagrams? So my Instagram, uh, if you find me on Instagram, you'll find me everywhere. So it's uh, at the Alex Links, and then at It's Fancy Monster is my musical Instagram as well. Get ready for some Alice in Wonderland quotes. Oh boy, because <laughs> I have all of them. Yeah. My favorite movie of all time. Well, thank you for coming on. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Matt and Lucky. And right. uh, till next time, take care of yourself, everyone. Bye, y'all. Bye. I am your doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the prescription.